Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 7, Top Tips for Returning Parents, by Jane Shader with Altris.co.nz. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, your host and narrator, welcoming you back to the show that's all about improving your parenting skills. And today, I'm here to share Jane Shader's tips with parents who are transitioning back to work. Ready to make your transition as smooth as you can? Well, good. Let's get right into Jane's post and start optimizing your life. 10 Top Tips for Returning Parents by Jane Shader with altris.co.nz We have asked you what would be useful for you to receive and we have listened. It seems the topic of transitioning out of and back into work is again very topical and of interest to many of you. This transition on and off the career track, is one of the areas that parents and organizations constantly struggle with. I have combined our top tips with those from Professionnel and have for you the 10 areas you need to be aware of to help you in making your transition as smooth as possible. Number 1. Plan. Plan your transition early and work out what needs to happen with child care and the transition of your child into that child care facility slash kindergarten. Think about the three phases of transition. Prior to leave, pregnant, on leave, and the first 90 days of your return. Number two, allow enough time. Remember, it takes time for you to transition, so naturally it will take time for your child to transition too. Ensure you allow enough time to help your child get used to their new routine. Can they start two weeks prior to you returning to the workplace? This gives you and your child time to get used to the new format of your days. Remember, a happy child means a happy mom. Number three, talk about expectations. Talk to your partner slash husband and manager slash colleagues about expectations on you and on them. For example, you may be able to start work late or finish work early, especially in the early months of your return. Work out which of you is going to be doing the dropping off and picking up of your child. Perhaps this can be shared. Working out just what is expected of you and what is expected of others will ensure your transition is as smooth as possible for all involved. The key is to keep communicating with your managers so they are not left in the lurch. Number four, be realistic. Work out your priorities from a scale of one to five, and be realistic about the things that can slide for a while. Does it really matter if your house misses a week of being cleaned? Can you really continue volunteering for your local group right now? Where does exercise and health sit on your priority list? Number five, take time for you. It's like the oxygen theory. If you don't look after yourself, then how can you look after your children and family? Is there an hour a day that can be purely for you? 
If so, carve it out and schedule it into your diary so that it happens. Give yourself permission early on. It's okay to want to do activities just for you. Number six, delegate where possible. Outsource. Get a cleaner. If you work, chances are you can afford a cleaner even if it means less coffees. Seriously, delegate where possible. Cooking, cleaning, gardening. Don't try and do it all. Au pairs are more acceptable these days and really change some mothers' lives. Divvy up jobs so your partner can help out more at home. Make your partner a real partner. Number seven, build your mom's support networks. Not only build these networks, but invest and nurture them. Even if you're busy, they will be ones that pick up the kids when you're stuck, who will make meals for you when someone's sick, and who will give you that nurturing when you need it. These are the relationships that stick. Number eight, build your professional resilience. Many moms feel quite lonely when it comes to the struggle of the juggle, especially if their friends are stay-at-home moms. Go to networking events to meet like-minded working moms. These are different and special friendships which are really just yours. These women will provide you the balance and perspective which will help build your resilience for many years to come as your positions get more complex and so will your kids' needs. Number nine, actively build your confidence. Build and sustain your confidence by investing in yourself. The biggest problem for moms returning to work is the loss of confidence and it happens so fast. Go on parental leave with a plan on how you'll keep building and sustaining it. Make it a KPI to listen to a TED Talk when you walk with the baby so you feel you have something to contribute when you network and keep networking. Have coffees with colleagues to stay abreast with the goings-on and have adult-only time so you can remind yourself of who you are. For those taking longer time out, get involved in things that build your skill set and keep updating your CV with them. Plunkett, community initiatives, community gardens, etc. 10. Reassess. Things change all the time, and it's important to keep reassessing if what we are doing is not working for us and our families. It's okay to change our mind about our situation or our children's situation. If it's not working, change something and start again. Don't be afraid to talk the problems over with someone you trust personally or professionally. With more and more mothers returning to work, most forward-thinking organizations are prepared to offer flexible working arrangements to hold on to good talent. Be prepared to be creative with how you work both at home and work. You just listened to the post titled 10 Top Tips for Returning Parents by Jane Shader with altris.co.nz. And I think that was a great note to end on by Jane. When we're really taking deliberate steps towards anything so as to make it go as smoothly as possible, uh, steps like the ones Jane mentioned in 1 through 9, it's really easy to get attached to the process of taking steps and the outcomes we expect of them, etc. But equally as important as these systems is the fact that they need to change as life changes. So we mustn't be too rigid with them. We mustn't let them become too big a part of our identities, even when dealing with something as important as the well-being of our children. And that brings us to the end of another episode, my friends. I thank you so much for joining and listening until the end, wishing you a great rest of your day, and hoping to see you back again for episode eight, where your optimal life awaits.